Welcome to this week's episode of Real Estate Marketing Insights, brought to you by Social Southern Creative, the one-stop shop for all of your real estate marketing needs. In today's fast-paced environment, standing out from the competition is more important than ever. As a leading marketing company specializing in the real estate industry, we understand the unique challenges that real estate professionals face in marketing their business and properties effectively. Join us as we explore the latest marketing trends, provide insights on effective strategies, and highlight success stories of our clients. So whether you're a real estate agent, broker, developer, or simply interested in the world of real estate marketing, we're excited for you to join us. Thank you for tuning in to Social Southern Creative. Hello, Stephanie. How are you doing today? I'm good, Nina. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. This rainy weather's kind of get me like sleepy and groggy, but it, you know, it's good for a little book day at home, reading at home. Yes, it's very, very yucky. Or the weather's been weird for even Florida. And I know Florida has very emotional weather, but it's been a little weird for Florida. Yeah, and kind of chilly for April too. I feel like it's been kind of cold. Yeah, but. I wore a jacket on Easter for the first time in like years. Oh dang! Yeah, I had to wear a little sweater. All right, let's talk about today's topic. You know, we like to dive right in. All right, so we are going to be talking about bro and sis marketing. What to look out for, why it probably won't work for you anymore, why it used to work. Just kind of diving into the nitty gritty of that. Absolutely, yes. And I want to give a disclaimer before we start this episode, and I want to tread lightly because there are some people in the world who use bro marketing as their marketing strategy. And they have wonderful products. They really do. But a a lot of them do appeal to the masses, not individual needs. And I just want you to be aware of the type of marketing you're receiving. Just like any other industry in the world, whether you're buying a car or your local doctor's office or whatever. Or buying flour at the grocery store. There's good and there's bad. And so we're not saying that all of these marketing tactics are the worst or these people don't have great products. Or if you see it happening that, you know, run away the other direction. But we just want to bring awareness to the subject. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think in... We'll just kind of, so let's dive right in if you don't know what bro marketing is. Yeah, I'll kind of define it for you guys a little bit. So you have a good, what's, what would you say bro marketing is? It's when a company or individual uses inflated visuals or inflated wording that maybe makes you think that if you don't do X, you will not have a desirable future, which is Y. Yeah. So you have to buy their course or enroll in their thing. And if you don't do that, you will never experience the desirable outcome that you are looking for. Yeah. Or like that scarcity mindset. <laughs> two of the like oh there's only a a last chance and then you'll never succeed kind of thing for sure so our main target that we are speaking into today is hiring coaches or purchasing courses and I have purchased several courses when I first started my marketing journey when I first began to do this I thought well let me purchase some courses yeah I love structure I love especially if there's something that I'm like pretty unfamiliar with I would I love taking a course because it's like being back in school you have somebody that can just tell you what to do and line it out for you right it's in a pretty box yes I love that yeah and we are creating a course so I don't want you to think we're bashing course creators because we're we're literally creating one behind the scenes at this moment and this is not meant to critique anyone this is meant for our listeners to just be aware of sales tactics that are less than desirable right absolutely and I'm trying to tread lightly because I don't want to make anyone upset but let's right. move forward into it and, and kind of I think as it unfolds people will see our heart here right and yeah. know that we're not being malicious right yeah because like we're you know we kind of are speaking into like that whole like boss babe do this whatever and you can still be a boss babe we think that you are boss babes but when someone is trying to say, oh, the only way you can be a boss babe, you got this, you got this, is if you buy our product, 
We like we have some problems with that. We'll call yeah. a spade a spade. We're going to look at the evolution of bro marketing. The first place you probably recognize it is uh, back in the early 90s and those really loud infomercials like yes. sign up today and get this or your clothes will never be clean if you don't right. get this sparkling oh. like well remember the that Shazam? guy from the, the I know there's that OxyClean guy yeah yeah and I remember I don't I was a child when that was a big thing I didn't even have allowance to go buy OxyClean if I wanted to but I remember I got news that he had, I think he passed away yeah. or something and I was devastated I don't I think at that point I still hadn't bought OxyClean but I was still you know, right, right. And he was a very, very funny guy and very efficient because we right. remember him to this day. That was great marketing. You know? it, was it was great, great. marketing. And that's not what we're saying. But at the same time, also, that OxyClean was a great product. You yeah. Know? yeah. Now I buy OxyClean all the time. But he, what he was using was a tactic of FOMO. Yeah. And, and that was more when it was new, too. So it was that, you know, flashy, like it. It worked then. You it know? did. It worked back then for sure. The next evolution into the bro marketing we probably remember is what Nina spoke into the 2015 to 18 boss babe stage where yes. you got this boss babe only if you buy a product but right. boss babe this boss babe that that was probably the next evolution of bro and sis right. marketing and I feel like a lot of that boss babe stuff was when people were trying to get you to join their program to sell something else so then they were trying to say they, they were more so marketing that are advertising that you could sell their product so they were instead of necessarily focusing on the product they were focusing on well if you sign up to take this product and then sell it look at all this money so like an mlm make. yeah yeah for sure and then the next one was you're going to fail if you don't take my course or use me as your coach. We've really seen that one during the pandemic. They spoke into the people's fears of not knowing the state of our country and jobs and what was going to be next for us as a nation. Right. And I really felt like that was a very terrible thing to do is saying, if you don't do this, then you're not going to be able to come out of this change in your industry. And that to me was right. sad that you use that as a marketing tactic. Yeah, absolutely. And like as confident as, as I am in any of my skills in any facet of my life, I don't ever think that I'm going to be the only one that can ever do anything, you know? So like if someone's trying to sell you that, like all oh, this, I'm the only one that can save you. I mean, maybe that should be a red flag. Maybe yeah, for not, sure. You know? Like they yeah. should. Like I feel like the best marketing and the what we're leaning to or turning towards now in this new era of marketing and life and the economy is like you want to empower your customers to make informed decisions. So if you're having to sell them on anything besides the product and the product knowledge, you probably want to re. And I want to, so that kind of leads into the last point of where we're at. So I think you are definitely on target there because the last one we are going with, they're trying to do that, mm -hmm. but they're doing this. We got you girl. I got your back. We're besties. That is kind of the newest form. And mm -hmm. so they say those things to make you lead to believe that you can trust them. And while some people you can trust, and like I said in the beginning, we're not making a general statement here. Yeah. But when they're trying to sell you on a course, and like I said, that's mainly what we're speaking into, you have to be careful that they're they're using those words to everyone, not just you. Yeah. And, and I get why they use them. They're effective. They are. But like Nina was speaking into, you need to make sure that they are they care about the product you receive as much as they say they're caring about you. You can see that when someone's super passionate about what they do, they spend more time telling you about the product instead of telling you about what's going wrong in your business and how they can fix it. Right. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. And like, I know mm -hmm. I was kind of talking about this. I like, 
back in probably 2015, I worked with at like a restaurant I worked with a girl that was I think it was technically one of those like MLM things but it was she was selling like um like these health things and one thing I will say about her and why I feel like she was so successful for so long was that she didn't focus on how trying to get you to sell her product even though you could and she would talk to you about that but she mostly focused on how great that product was and on her little team of people she was always way more successful and I feel like it's because she was always advocating what the what the product could do for you for the people yeah she wasn't focusing on what the product was doing for her other than like the health benefits and stuff like that but like she wasn't saying like oh because i got this i was able she doesn't she didn't speak into your insecurities she spoke into the security of the product right and that's what you need to look at and that's kind of the meat and potatoes of what bro marketing is and what we would encourage you to look at if you are thinking about purchasing a course from someone is how, how do they speak into it is all their graphics all of their social media posts blog posts whatever landing page does it speak into we can solve this for you that for you this for you or does it speak into the value of what their product does because if they don't know you so they can't be focusing that much on you they have no idea who you are right, they're yeah. they're probably three thousand miles away from you and to act like they're your bestie and know you so well and listen that's what that's what going into businesses and marketing is is solving a pain point for a potential customer that is marketing one-on-one but to act like that they really get you without ever knowing you but the one thing they do know is their product right and absolutely if, and they absolutely. need to be able to speak into that very well so let me tell you some ways or nina and i are going to go back and forth on this on exp- uh to know if you're being sold some bro marketing type of tactics these yes. are the most common one-liners and visuals that you will see to know if you're being not um i don't want to use the word scammed into bro marketing but definitely coerced using bro marketing right so just saying you might want to maybe dig a little deeper if you start seeing these things. Don't write it off, but maybe just do a little do bit more. Do more homework. Yeah. So the first one would be crush your goals with this special program. Right. I think that anytime you have to use taglines, listen, everyone has a slogan. We are big on slogans. But to say that you can crush your goals only using their program is very troubling to me it's just like losing weight there's many many ways to lose weight there just is yeah. i hear people say they love keto i don't know anything about keto and then the next person will say keto made them gain weight but it worked for someone you know what i yeah. mean or the it, and just to say your program is the only way you can crush your goals is not not very true because there's multiple ways to get to the end result right when you have that like really flashy definitive language it can be another sign like okay well yeah the next one i would say is Oh, this one, I just got my email yesterday. I'm going to share it on Instagram. The headline, the subject line was, I shouldn't be sharing this secret with you today, but I am. Oh, That email went out to 35,000 people. There was no secret they were sharing with just you. Right. It makes you want to be like, do you actually know what a a secret is? Yeah, I would be nervous to tell you a real secret because if that's what you did, you sent it out to 35,000 people on your email list. I just think that's a really random not good way i mean i know it works because people buy from it but i like i said the point of this podcast is for you to dig more to make sure that that's the type of business you want to purchase from the next one is no pain no gain um gosh where people speak into and it's not necessarily that same particularly but just speaking all the way into your pain points and if you follow their course that's what you will gain like i said 
when we let into this, they need to be speaking into the advantages of their products right. instead of making you feel more insecure. And that's what they do when they speak into your pain is they name your insecurities. Right. And then right. you start to feel, oh my gosh, they do know me. They do. Well, no, they've just done a little research to see right. what their ideal client struggles with. And they really harp into that. Right. I feel like it's so easy to be insecure about something and to really fixate on that. So if you, if you feel like someone is selling to you based on an insecurity that's another right I want to be empowered I want to feel good about it I want to feel good about their product good about myself like right you know you should be going into it excited not oh man I am doing terrible yes and this will solve it the next one go ahead and I'll let you read that um time is running out for you to change your future Oh, that FOMO. If you don't book today, if you don't buy today, if you cannot sleep on it for three nights, and we're going to get, I'm getting ahead of myself. If you can't sleep on it for three nights, it's probably not the program for you. Right. I, I like, I actually, part of like a money saving tip for myself is that I won't buy anything unless I've wanted it for more than a day. And that includes grocery items. Like if I, I won't buy Oreos unless I thought about the Oreos yesterday, you know, like I, it, one, it helps me save money, but then two, it helps me not make impulse decisions, you right. know, like it's, if I still want it tomorrow, then I do still need it, you know, cause I can't tell you how many times that I've walked through like home goods or Target or something and I see something on the shelf and I'm like, oh, I want, that's cool. I want that. And then I never use it or it stays in the packaging or, you know, right. and so with programs, many people do that. They purchase it off of impulse. They do. I cannot remember the statistic, but I did just recently see it because we're creating a course. The amount of people who do not finish courses is mind blowing. Oh my gosh. And if you logged onto my Coursera account right now, you would see how many accounts. I mean, usually it's just the free ones, but I'll like start a course and then I'll be like, this isn't really a good use right. of my And time. I know we're speaking really badly about courses and we're creating one, but we want to be honest. But we want to be candid. So, it's like, it's more so about finding what works for you. Right, right. You know? There's some amazing courses. Okay, and then the visuals that we commonly see are they're standing in front of a jet, a luxury vacation home. They share wealthy lifestyle photos. Uh, the worst for me are the really fancy watch on the steering wheel of the car. Oh, oh man. Cringe. Oh, Not I didn't cringe. even think of that one. I but hate that one. Oh, Oops. gosh. Yeah, when they're having to use visuals like that to say, if you do my product, you'll get this rich. Mm, typically me and Nina were talking about this we're talking about Instagram accounts not growing the other day and I was telling her the only people whose Instagram accounts are growing are the people who are teaching Instagram accounts how to grow it's the minors you know like they say that um, the people who are leading that teaching that are the only people seeing growth they're not their students aren't actually seeing massive growths a lot of time and same went with courses don't get sucked up into uh these lifestyle photos or these common visuals right. they use the, i feel like if they're trying to sell you the course the emphasis should be on the meat and potatoes of the course not what comes after you know right because they're not selling you a life after they're selling you the course so and then you need to be able to take that course and use it as a tool to get you to that life but I don't think for them saying that, like, oh, this is... Right. I don't need to see the watch. I'll get the watch one day if I get there. You know, and if I can afford it. All right. Good marketing, like we just said, should empower the customer to make informed decisions. That's how we personally feel. That's how we will always run Social Southern Creative. I'm not saying in the beginning when I had zero dollars and could afford zero resources. What I did do is look to your big top five name marketers and I tried to mimic their tactics 
And then after I got a little money and I was able to do pay for some research projects and stuff like that, I realized that was yucky and I wasn't being authentic and I didn't like it. But in the beginning, you just do what everyone else is doing because you don't have the money to invest to know what truly is right or wrong. And I learned very quickly, I cannot use those tactics. I'm just going to be transparent. There is someone in my inbox right now that I'm needing to email back that I'm not a good fit for their service. And I need to tell them that I will always lead with the foot of honesty because I've just been burnt myself and I cannot, it doesn't matter how big our company grows. We will never lead with bro marketing, but this is not about myself. It's about you. All right. How to, we're going to give you a a couple ways to avoid following in falling into bro marketing. The first one we just went over, sleep on it three nights at minimum. Right, absolutely. They're going to use terms. They're even going to slide into your DMs now. And they're going to say, now listen, it ends tonight at midnight or the doors close in 24 hours. Like, if you cannot sleep on it for three nights, it's not another, it's not a value that you need in your life. The next one is really good and probably the most important, I would think, is self-evaluate. Yes, absolutely. Because there is... A billion, billions of people in the world. There's millions of courses. There's going to be a different course for different types of people. Figure out what will work for you, what what you think will work best for your business and your brand. And I like I like to look at the who's selling it to me. Do I see myself in them? Do I relate to them? Do I think that I could do the things that they're doing, or is it? Is that super foreign, you know? I have a concrete example of that, and I don't know his name, and I wouldn't want to mention it because he is really great, but he teaches, like, Instagram growth, and he's wonderful, so this is not a down to him, but he's received a lot of his growth on Instagram from doing, like, dancing reels or, like, the funny mouth over reels, which Mm -hmm. I absolutely love to watch, but I'm just not confident enough to do them. Mm-hmm. So therefore, I wouldn't take his course because if he tells me anything got him that growth besides those two things in his course, he's lying in his course because I've watched his growth and it comes from his amazing reels. Right. So therefore, I know that his growth came from those reels and he might teach you that inside that course. But if that's what he's teaching, that's not going to work for me because I'm never going to do those things. It is not who I'm wired to be. It's okay. I'm not a bad person, not a bad business owner. I'm, it's not that I'm resisting change. It's just knowing that that won't work for me. Right. It's knowing yourself and being decisive mm-hmm. and being like, I need to follow a path that'll work best for me. Okay. So I speak often about, I love to blog. So I would definitely take a course that says, how to utilize your blog to leverage your social media marketing. That feels so personal and like, wow, that is something I could follow through with. A dancing reel, I will not. Right. Right. Yeah, absolutely. We haven't operated a lot on TikTok or LinkedIn. So am I, I need to decide if I was going to go purchase a TikTok or LinkedIn course. Am I really going to invest the time? I need to sleep on that for three nights. I need to give my best yes to the situation. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And, yeah. and also too, a little bit, think of like what would work for your target audience as well. Cause right. like if you're, if you are, let's say you're selling real estate and you are in a very young and fun area then maybe those dancing reels work for you. But if you live somewhere, um, I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like Stephanie's town is probably a little bit slower and a little older than where I live in Jacksonville. So I feel like if someone in her town was trying to post those dancing videos, they might get a little bit less. They might be like, what are these people doing? We're a little little country out there. It might not go, it might not work as well with her target audience where, where someone that, 
if they're selling real estate to a bunch of young first-time home buyers. Like in the Riverside, San Marco, yeah. Five Points area, a little right. more trendy. Right. Like I have, um, so this is not related to like real estate, but I have a friend that he does the, like he runs Instagram for this cool sub shop in town, subculture subs. Um, and he is, he's super funny, super quirky, and he's just not... I don't know. He just has like an, he brings his personality to the Instagram account because that works for their target audience. But if he were to take over our Instagram account, Stephanie would be sending him, he'd be, she'd be calling him. She would be like, what did you just post on my story? But it works for their target audience. Right. And I think because yes, absolutely. We won't dive into that today on target audience, but absolutely. I agree with you a hundred percent. So we talked about the self-evaluation. Okay, the next thing is email these people and ask them questions. Some of them are asking you to give hundreds, if not thousands of dollars for their courses. Right. You get to go into Home Depot and ask questions with the workers there before you purchase a saw. Like, yeah, you know, ask questions, email them, ask them about the implementation uh, process because it's just word on paper if they don't actually tell you how to implement their program. Mm -hmm. Ask about downloadables. Ask how they will help you learn to navigate step-by-step. I want you to ask questions before you sign up for any course. It doesn't matter if they didn't use bro marketing, do use bro marketing. Ask questions. Right. And as you take courses, like if you sign up for a course and you see and like take some like mental notes about questions you might want to ask in the future, things that you liked or didn't like about that course, bank that or write it down so that way in future courses you can try and, you know, you can ask those questions and make sure that it'll be the course that works for you. And their response will be very telling of their course. You know, That's look into their response, see how they respond, see how long it takes to them. The next thing we will tell you to do before signing up on a course, especially if money is a concern, ask yourself, do you think with some time and research and a little sacrifice, maybe getting up an hour earlier in the morning, staying up an hour later at night, could you learn these things for free on YouTube? Could you just watch the YouTube videos on your lunch break if you don't want to wake up an hour early? You know, like, could you just really tired? Suggesting uh, less yeah, sleep right. right now is a very bad <laughs> idea. Yeah, like, she no, shut me down no. on waking up an hour early right now. <laughs> um, she, I could tell she like, if you're not watching this and you're listening, her face was like, no, do not tell no. these people to get up an hour earlier. <laughs> I'm a morning person. I'm lame. But OK, yes. Or watch them on your lunch break if you get one of those. And make sure this is, and this is coming from someone who's creating a course. Now, I promise you guys, like, I need you to buy my course one day. We've put all this time, energy, money into it. I need you to buy it. But I want you to DM me, put my feet to the fire, ask me questions. I'm asking you to give me your hard-earned money one day to Mm -hmm. buy this course from me. Hold me accountable. Hold anybody in the world that you're going to buy one of these from accountable. Absolutely. I mean, we... We just, I think, get, and that's where the bro marketing, let's go back to the subject. They get you, they flash you with the bro marketing, and you don't even think to ask those questions because you're caught up in the hype of purchasing that night because the doors are closing soon. Right. I want to stress all the emotions are high, you know? Right. And we're about to wrap this up, so I have to speak into one more thing really, really quickly. And I told Nina and I were talking about this yesterday. One of the big things you see in bro marketing we should have included earlier is they will say, okay, you're getting the course for $799 and we're throwing bonus A in, which is valued at $299 for free. And we're going to throw in bonus B, which is valued at $149 for free. I'm telling you the bonuses were not valued at that much money or they would have sold them for that much money because the name of any game in business is to make money. They have already hit you with bro marketing. So they're not here to be besties for the resty. They're here to make money. And if they could have sold those courses for that amount of money, Mm -hmm. they would have. 
And I vowed to myself, when we're going to throw in freebies, we're just going to call them a freebie. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm right. going to charge accordingly to my course. We are probably going to hire some help when it comes to marketing our program. And not because I don't feel confident in our abilities. It's just our job really is to go teach classes. That is what yeah. we do for a living is we teach courses in person to people. And if I, the person I hire or interview to help us launch our course, mm-hmm. I will tell them if you need, feel the need to do any type of bro marketing, we're not a good fit. You know, because it's just not I feel like we especially because we teach courses, we're teaching you to do something for yourself, then we want to empower you to feel like you can do it. Because if we're using that kind of bro marketing, that stress that you can't do it without us, then we're already setting not say setting you up to fail, but we're already setting you off on the wrong foot. You know, like we want you to be empowered and excited and and believe in yourself and I want you to believe in us too and believe in right. our program and I feel like that starting on that positive note I feel like that is that's what I that's what our brand you know like we want you to be excited and empowered we don't want you to be scared and stressed right or like oh my gosh I'm gonna be a failure if I don't take their course so that is our goal I know that everyone has a different you know you've probably taken some great courses that use bro marketing we're not like we said I'm gonna reiterate one last time bro marketing people can sometimes have great courses, but just be mindful of the tactics, self-evaluate, sleep on it, ask questions, Mm -hmm. and just make sure that you can't find this information easily with some YouTube searches. But yeah, that's our episode for today. I hope you enjoyed it. Nina, do you have any big weekend plans? Um, if this weather will hold out, I should be celebrating my friend's son's birthday at the Adventurelanding Water Park. It just opened recently, so we're excited to go have some fun in the sun hopefully but if not we'll probably just do the arcade and stuff inside i heard i haven't researched this so don't hold me to it please but i heard that they like renewed their lease for really long term you know how they like we're gonna close and they were gonna stay open if you're not local this will be a boring story but it's went back and forth about our local water park staying open yeah but i heard they signed a lease right i don't know for sure of that but what i do know for sure when i drove past the other day or a few weeks ago somebody graffitied it and i was like oh no they're on their way out, but they repainted. And I feel like if you're going to paint over the graffiti and you're going to invest in your business, probably a good sign. So I was really excited to see that they repainted it. Oh, good, good. Awesome. What are you doing this weekend? Well, for those who don't know, I have twin stepdaughters and it's their 14th birthday. I came into their life when they were five and they're going to be 14. And we're doing like a hibachi style dinner and we're going to do like a DIY sushi bar. So are you you breaking out the sushi bazooka? I am. If you haven't been on Amazon, I should link it in the podcast. The sushi bazooka. I've only used it once. I think I I went out to and hang out with them on like Memorial Day or something. And we were doing sushi on Memorial Day. And that thing is, it's got some. Okay. My piece of advice. If you use the sushi bazooka, do less rice than you think. Remember our rolls were massively big. Oh yeah. You can only eat like two pieces. Yeah. Because we packed it full of rice but don't pack it full of rice go halfway and it will be perfect it will be like a lot more you can get the roll in your mouth like it was so big we were having to cut it in half that's my only advice to a sushi bazooka yeah bazooka sounds like you know big powerful but you got to kind of you got to thin out on that rice yeah but it riled up my other really big piece of advice if you want to do like the shrimp tempura fried shrimp just buy some fried shrimp in the frozen food section bake it and then wrap that up in the sushi as like your fried shrimp roll so like Typically, the Mexican roll has fried shrimp in it, and that's how I would do that. But that's this isn't a cooking show, so I don't know why I'm sharing all this, but we're on a tangent. Just passionate about the sushi roll. Just passionate about the sushi roll. But anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Enjoy your weekend, and we'll see you next, or we'll talk to you next week.